you guys. Happy Sunday and welcome back to your favorite podcast, Brunch with Des B. I'm your host, Des, also known as Des B. And today, the B stands for the beach. And that is because you will find me on my Instagram story sitting my ass on a fucking beach, maybe not the beach, but at a resort in Punta Cana, God's will, um, for the week. And I'm so excited. Just a little disclaimer. There will not be an episode next week. So next Sunday, you will not see an episode. Forgive me of that. Um, but I'm going to put on a, like a little baby, you know, reminder and just a little hello. However, it's not going to be like a full blown episode. So forgive me, but I'm trying to enjoy my life and my vacation. Okay. So anyways, little bit of housekeeping, a little bit of not housekeeping. Um, I'll be honest. I just drove back from Michigan. This episode was supposed to be recorded earlier, but I just got back from signing on our new house. So we officially own our dream home in Michigan. So fucking exciting. It was so liberating signing those papers because it's just been in fruition for so long and to finally see it come to life. It just brought me so much joy. Like I cannot believe we get to be in our home. Um, I'm just so excited. So it, the, the home situation itself is kind of sad because the the sellers of our home actually are going through a divorce. So I'm not gonna lie, it's pretty sad. And to meet them in person today, I, I was just so sad because you could tell in the way that they were speaking about the home, you know, they loved living there. They loved their home, um, but their home wasn't their home anymore, you know? And so um, it was really sad, but I was also just, very happy to tell them like, we're going to take care of the house, you know? So very excited. Um, but it was a big day and a lot of really great things coming. Um, today's episode as always sponsored by better help. Better help is an online teletherapy app, an opportunity to connect with professionals in your area of all different sources of expertise in the mental health field, to help you with your journey mentally. You don't have to be in a bad spot mentally to need therapy. And I think that we all need to get that out of our heads is that, oh, well, I'm not really going through anything right now. So like, I don't need it. You'd be surprised what you can bring up and also what talking to someone weekly does for you. When you're on BetterHelp, you're matched with a counselor based on your preferences and a questionnaire that you actually fill out personally. They match you with people in your area and in your state that can legally operate for you. And from there you can have weekly video calls, weekly video or um, weekly weekly phone chats. You can text them. They can send you worksheets. Um, you can send them audio messages. Like it's a really cool personal app and there's multiple tiers to how you can use the app and make it worth it for you and work for you financially. If you use BetterHelp code DESB, at checkout, you can get 10% off your first month. So if you want to try it out, say, Hey, what's the hype about? What's Desby got to say? You can use your services within 48 hours. They match you with a counselor. If you go to www.betterhelp.com slash Desby, and again, use that code Desby at checkout, you get 10% off 
your first month. So thank you so much, BetterHelp. I am truly a better me because of their help. Postpartum was a bitch, but we came out of it stronger. So without further ado, let's get into the episode and be sure to check out BetterHelp. I'm not going to lie. It's 7.15. I'm drinking a Mountain Dew. A bitch is fucking tired. Mm. Oh my God. This Mountain Dew just tastes better than normal. Mm. (laughs) So if you guys haven't seen already, first off, if you haven't heard, I do sound a little healthier. Okay. I have a little bit of a stuffy nose still, which coming back to Ohio today, bitch, I swear to God, I, I crossed the fucking guys. I cannot wait to fucking not live here. I cannot fucking wait to not fucking live here with fucking sirens every fucking day. Good fuck, dude. That literally just fucking triggered me into a rage. No, oh my God, I cannot wait to not fucking live in this house. Okay, anyways, what I was saying, um, if you guys haven't seen, or should I say heard, first off, yeah, I feel better. Stuffy knows I crossed the state line into Ohio and I swear to fucking God, I I shook hands with pollen. I swear, I swear my, my allergies were like, hello, welcome back to Ohio. I was like, what the hell? So I feel like that's a little bit to contribute to it. Um, I do have my COVID test tomorrow for our trip to Punta Cana. We have to get a COVID test within 72 hours of departure. So we're like, let's be smart and do it as close to departure as possible. So it's, you know, accurate and we're not putting anyone else at jeopardy or ourselves. And then we get tested three days before we departure. Um, before we depart Punta Cana and they actually do that for free at the resort. So it is pretty effortless to travel abroad right now. However, it's just that, that little bit of anxiety where you're like, what if I get it while I'm gone? You know, fucking literally knock on wood. Um, but luckily for Luckily for me, I'm an introvert (laughs) and we will be sitting in our fucking suite and by our cabana all fucking week. I don't plan on talking to anyone. I don't plan on fucking looking at anyone. I don't plan on running into anyone and I don't plan on seeing anyone except my fucking self, my husband and my son. So I'm excited for this week, but that does give me a little bit of anxiety. So hopefully tomorrow's test goes well. Um, Obviously based off of what you would assume symptoms are. I feel great. I feel fine. Um, (laughs) the fucking sirens. And I think it's important to remember we're all like still going to get sick. And like, just because I think, okay, here we go. When we get sick right now, it's most people's first instinct to go run in COVID test, mostly because we want to protect other people. Right. And I 100% get that. However, I don't want it for me to induce this level of anxiety that every time I get sick, I run immediately to think that I have COVID, right? Like it's a weird line of like, want to be safe, want to make sure I don't have COVID, but also don't want to put myself in this like constant anxiety bubble of like every time I fucking sneeze once, I like run to go get a a rapid test, right? So anyways, I'm excited. 
Um, I, like I'm excited for vacation, but it's like this weird eeriness of like, should I be excited? Because like, what if? <laughs> so prayers for that. Um, but another thing you guys probably have now seen is that last Friday, well, this past Friday, the first, our spooky bitch DBFT collection dropped. I've never actually done a, like a legitimate spooky collection. So we have crop tops, we have hoodies, we have a fanny pack, um, we have stickers, we have mugs. They're all fucking decked out with spooky bitch merch. Like I had so much fun seeing this collection come to life. One of my favorites is, it says, I hope they serve pre-workout in hell. And like the graphic that goes along with it, it's just so fucking fun. And I know it's like spooky season only to where you're like, oh, like, can I wear this again? But it's also like skulls and like dead, dead skeletons. So it almost still matches an aesthetic of like, I could wear this all year round. Like, I, I don't know, like, yes, you remember the significance, but it's also, it's not like it says fucking heavy Halloween. 2021, you know, whatever. So spooky bitch collection link is in the description box per usual. I'm just really obsessed with this collection, um, as well as our recent merch launch just for fall in general. There's this really cute oversized tie dye shirt. I definitely recommend sizing up a size or two. If you want it like super oversized, I personally got it like true to size. Like I got a small and it still fit like very comfortably, but I can't say it was like oversized. Cause like, I probably should have done a medium if that makes sense, but it was still very comfortable. Um, and I didn't like mind it at all. Um, but yeah, so that is the tea there. Um, I think the only other thing I have to tell you guys in terms of like little cool stuff is that we did sell our Ohio home. So our, our buyers, we had a buyer at first and they actually pulled out of buying our home. Um, this was before inspections before they just, they got cold feet and they're like, you know what? I just don't know if it's the area we want to live in. And I can respect that. It's a huge purchase, but it really fucked us for a fucking minute there. Um, so we accepted an offer that was $5,000 lower. Not that it matters. I'm just letting you guys know, like it kind of sucked because this first seller set us up for like this price. And then the people we ended up selling to, we got less out of, but at the end of the day, like when you're, when you're selling a house, what is five grand, right? You're like, I'll fucking eat it. Who cares? So very excited for these people who are going to buy our home. Like I loved our home. We just outgrew it way too fast. If it was still me and Wyatt, beautiful, beautiful. We'd have plenty enough rooms for people to come visit. We would have two guest rooms. We'd have an office room. It would be really great. But with the amount of shit, we got just completely fucked on here with our contractors, our kitchen, all that bullshit. It was so, it was terrible. Like it left a terrible taste in our mouth. So I will say it'll be very emotional for me to leave knowing that this was like the home that we brought Maddox home to and like his first bedroom and the place where I started this podcast and like where we quarantined together, you know, looking at our living room, be like, we spent so much time here. You know, Ty lived with us here and all of these memories that are tied to our house. But like, you always make memories where you go. It, to me, it's the people that you're with that make a house a home, not the home that makes it a home, if that makes sense. Not the house that makes a home, right? It's the people. Um, so I know that it's like, it's not gonna be as emotional, right? Like we'll get over it, but 
it is still very sad. Like just thinking about, you know, this is the bathroom that like I found out I was pregnant and like I, I sat here, you know, I don't know, just am I too, mem am I like too memorable? Am I too obsessed? I don't know. Maybe, um, you guys will have to let me know if you feel that way about certain things. Like you have those odd connections. Um, so it's definitely going to be, it's going to be sad to leave. However, our new home, like we're going to be in this new home for so long. Like I'm talking 10 plus years. And I mean, even 10 years, that's like short. We plan on being there throughout Maddox being in high school. Um, whenever we have a second child, you know, them being there too. So it's like, we we're going to be in this house for a while. Um, and it's, it's beautiful. It's exactly where we want to fucking be. It's just, I, it was like God being like, Hey, you need to be right here and you need to get here right now because I have this new thing and this new chapter that we're going to just open here. And, but I want you here for it. So I'm really excited what kind of doors are going to be opened. Um, when we get there and I'm just so excited. I'm so excited to share this with you. I, I'll be honest. I'm going to plan. I really plan on keeping a lot of things very private. And I think it's because I'm just so scared of my privacy being breached. Um, and it's sad we live in that time nowadays, but, um, most of like what I want to share will be on my like sunscreen account. You know, I'll, I'll probably get a little bit more intimate there because I feel like our community there is just tighter and it's just, it doesn't reach as many people. Right. So I feel comfortable there. Um, but anyways, I'm just really excited. I'm really proud. I, I just cannot wait. Um, it's going to be so special. So anyways, what I wanted to kind of talk about this week and just like what's been on my mind is first off, like goals for October, like what do I want to do in October? And also like social media in general, where I've been at mentally and like, trust me, my therapist has heard an earful. <laughs> so <laughs> if she's listening, I know she's not, but like she probably is listening to this and going like, yeah, bitch, you we've talked about this. I'm glad you're coming to this realization or whatever she might be thinking. Um, and again, she probably isn't listening, but we'll just pretend. So I'm literally pulling out my, I'm literally pulling out my planner right now because I do want to write out my goals for October with you guys. Um, and so if you want to join me, honestly, let's like grab a pen and paper together. Let's like make some fucking notes, make some moves. Like what do we want to do in October and what does this look like for us? Um, I think it's going to be very important when you like write them down. It makes it a little bit more real. It makes you feel a little bit more accountable to them. Um, than if you're just like speaking out loud, so drink break, everyone grab your fucking drinks. Cheers. Cheers to October. Mm. Do this. This Mountain Dew is so fucking good tonight. Mm. I could have. God, it's so spicy. I could literally beer bong Mountain Dew. 100%. Catch me out here beer bonging Dew. <laughs> okay. So. Let's first start with October goals. Just like this is me and you. This is me and you, queen. We're just going to sit here just like like we're on a FaceTime and let's just like talk about like goals. Okay, so I already have one that I know I want to do. And I want to drink one hydro drug a day. I'm writing that down. Now, I know that you're like, 
don't you do that, Des? Yes, for the most part. However, sometimes I don't. Like I drink almost one full one, but then like I'll drink a sparkling water. So like I'm still hitting my water goal, but I want like an actual, like I want an actual thing I can look at and say, hey, I did it. Like I want to track it. So I want to drink one hydro drug a day. And especially being on vacation, especially with just like all this life stress that's been on me lately, I want to make sure that I'm like treating my body right. So I'm going to do one hydro drug a day. My next one, I put this on my sunscreen account. I want one day, I'm writing this down why we do it. One day social media free. Now for me, this might not include my email because I do have client check-ins. However, what I'm saying is, exactly like what I'm saying, social media, not necessarily like Gmail. Cause I got to work. Maybe like, maybe I record a podcast, but I want this to be an optimal day for me to actually sit and get other work done. Maybe I'm content creating. Maybe this is the day where I film my workout and I edit it. Maybe this is the day where I also do a podcast. And maybe this is a day where I, I also don't work out. You know, like I want it to be a really productive day Um, or maybe some days it's just a fucking lazy day. And I don't want to put a day on this either. I don't want to say, Oh, every Sunday. Oh, every Monday ever. I don't want, I don't want that. If it, if it for me mentally, all of a sudden it's a Thursday and I wake up and I say, bro, I can't do this shit today. I'm, I'm taking off Thursday. You know what I mean? So I want one day, at least a week where I go social media free hundred percent social media free. And I think we can all join each other on that, which some of you guys might not be on social media as often but I would encourage you guys to do the same. Cause when I'm off my phone, I just realize how fucking normal the world is. Like I'm not walking outside and people are going, Hey, keep your opinion to yourself. Like, like we don't live in a real life Twitter. You know what I mean? So it like just reminds you that like life is still normal. Like social media makes the world seem so much worse in a way. It's hard to explain, but regardless, I just want one day social media free. Okay, fair, fair. Um, Another thing I wanna do, I wanna do at least three Peloton rides a week. Now that's not really hard for me. However, with winter and like holidays coming up, as well as just like moving and unpacking. I don't wanna like fall off because when you start to not Peloton or like you start not to spin no matter where you're doing it, it's really hard to get back into it. So I wanna do at least three a week. They don't have to be 30 minute classes. They don't have to be 40. They can just be a 20 class. I just wanna show up there three times a week. Fair, fair, okay. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Got a lot coming up this month, you know, really. October is gonna be fucking spooky spooky. It's going to be crazy being back home. Um, I do have to come back to Ohio a few times once for a wedding. And then once I have my hair appointment, um, which will probably be like my last one here, which is also really sad. Um, cause I love my hair girl, but we'll see. I'm playing that one by year. Um, but I still really want to like get in the zone at my new place. Um, man, what's another goal? Um, Well, I guess just like normal, I want a gym 
gym four times per week, at least. If that fifth workout is at home, like I'm okay with it. Or if it's like, I should say like my, my Patreon workouts, like if that's my fifth workout of the week, I'm okay with that. But I want at least four days, like in the gym. I want two upper body days, two up, two lower body days. Fair. Sometimes we get busy. And like I said, with moving and stuff, but I want to at least do that. The next thing, October, it starts to get a little bit cooler. So I feel like I want to enjoy this, the last like month of really walking outside. Hopefully we have some good days. So I really want to make it a goal to go for, sorry, I'm sniffling. I don't want you to hear that. I want to make it a goal. Let's do, let's do five walks per week. I just love natural movement outside. Like I love moving my body outside. I love walking. I love walking with Maddox and like a stroller. Like it's, and especially now that we're going to live around places of like really pretty scenery walking. Like I want to walk outside. I want to get to know my neighborhood. I want to get to know the city I live in, you know, whatever. So five walks per week. And again, these don't have to be 30 minute walks. This is me simply showing up for myself and getting that time. Um, and during my walk, I just want to relax. Fair. Okay. Last goal I'm going to make. I want the first hour of my day phone free. One, oh, first hour of day, phone free. And again, these are all like things that I know I'm doing, right? Another thing that I just want to do in general is probably like speak kindly to myself, like maybe do affirmations every morning, but I'm not going to write that down because I feel like it's, it's like, I want to just naturally get to be better at doing that. But first hour of the day, phone free. I think can really set your intention. And I would love to wake back up to whether it's meditation or like a devotional, something of that matter. I'm, I'm still very much like gung ho Jesus. Like I believe in Jesus. I believe in God. I believe in the Holy spirit. I believe in the big old, you know, shebang Bethlehem, all that bullshit. Not bullshit. What a Christian I am. But I just, I found such a different way of learning my intimacy with God. And it's, it's different for me than other people and that's okay. But I think, I think you're relate like relationships are different, right? Like if you think of the way you love your mom, the way you love your mom's different than the way you love your dad. Okay. If you have a sibling, the way that they love your mom and the way they love your dad is also different than even the way you love your mom and your dad. Cause you're different people. So how are we all expected to love God the same exact fucking way and have the same exact relationship when we're all fucking different. We all have different relationship styles. We all have different attachment styles, different needs, different wants. So I've just really been self-seeking to where in some ways, devotionals, sermons, they've just really turned me off. And, And I just don't think I'm at a point right now where I can listen to one and feel like really good listening to it. And that, that might sound terrible to some of you be like, oh, what the fuck? But it's just not, I'm not in the right mental headspace to listen to someone speak to me about what my relationship or what 
like what my relationship with God or what my outlook of life needs to look like right now. So maybe this month, maybe, maybe I'll sit down and maybe I'll listen to a podcast the first hour of the morning of, of like elevation church. Cool. Maybe it happens, but I'm not going to force it. I'm going to do whatever feels right for me. But that first hour of the day being phone free, I want to find a way to either number one, just get, get a lot done, make some coffee, enjoy my new fucking house, relax, be grateful, be present, um, and set my intentions for the day to go, to go forward powerfully, powerfully. So anyways, I'm looking at the calendar right now and I wrote my little notes out on Monday, October 4th, like just on my a blank page of like my notebook. And it says Tuesday, October 5th. It says just like in little cursive, it says do something nice today. That's so cute. All right, drink break. Also, I don't know if you guys are Casey Musgrave fans, but her new album, um, Starcrossed, she has a song on there. She has a lot of really great songs on there, but one of her new songs is called Good Wife. And man, it is so good. It made me cry. Like if you guys are a wife or a wife to be, or even just in a relationship that's you're trying to learn to be a better partner, which I think we all are all the time. Like, I think we can all be better all the time, but that song is, it's so powerful. Um, and so I just, I loved it. So good wife, go listen, go stream good wife on Spotify. <laughs> um, fuck. <laughs> Dude, this Mountain Dew is so fucking good right now. Like I, I don't know if I was just really craving it. I don't know. Maybe I was just thirsty, but man, it's like perfectly spicy going down the throat. So, okay. Next topic of today. Um, I just want to talk about social media. I've been noticeably not posting And I don't think a lot of people actually notice anymore because like back even a year ago, uh, maybe not a year ago, maybe a little bit longer. If you weren't posting, you like weren't getting noticed, which like granted my, all my fucking analytics are down, which probably has to do with me not caring as much, but who cares? The point is, is that like we all focus so much on stories now that I don't think posting is as prevalent or needed as it used to be. And for me, posting was very stressful and still is because I get a lot of anxiety of like, oh, like, and again, I don't mean for this to sound shallow, but I'm like, oh, can't wait for 90% of my followers to not fucking see this post, right? Can't fucking wait to put all this effort into a post and no one fucking see it. It gives me a lot of anxiety because I just wish that like likes weren't a thing. I personally can't see my likes, but like, you know, if anyone else can, I just like, I get stressed and you know, I'm not a big call her daddy fan. I've come back a little bit. I've listened to a few of Alex's recent podcasts and I just have to give a hats off to her. Number one, first off, she is very blatantly doing fucking well. And I can still support a woman that does that. The reason I didn't listen to her podcast going forward after like the original call her daddy with her and Sophia was because it simply didn't feel the same for me. And for me, it was like hypersexual. Like I was like, duh, I'm not trying to kink shame anyone, but like 
I don't know if all these stories they're telling are true. And it, for me, it was just, sometimes it was just too much. And I was just like, this isn't fun for me to always listen to. So I stopped listening. Anyway, point being is that we need to support more. We, like women need to support women. Even though I wasn't streaming, call her daddy. I, I still supported Alex. I always like her photos. I like, I love keeping up with her. I think she does a fucking fantastic job. And guess what? She is ranking in money. And as someone who is quote self-made via her, just her podcast, her personality, fucking hats off, bitch, make as much money as you want. Like, I love that. I love seeing women fucking be bad ass bitches. Okay. So regardless point is I went and listened to a podcast of hers a few weeks ago. Uh, there was one with fuck. I forgot the one I listened to first. And then I listened to one with, it was like Nick. I want to keep saying Nick Tortellini. I know that's not his name, but I listened to one about that. And then it got me obviously like, uh, you know, new episode, whatever. And it was her getting caught Photoshopping. And I was like, oh shit, that's clickbait. But like, you know what? I'm in it. I'd love to listen. And I remember seeing the TikTok about her Photoshopping. And I also remember her and Sophia slamming people that Photoshopped. And so I was like, wait, this is kind of interesting. Anyway, she told her story. Um, and I, I listened with open ears and open arms. Cause you know, it's, it's hard on social media for me. I can't even imagine reaching the amount of people she does in the standards that people set for her. So anyways, listen to the podcast and it got me to a point of thinking about social media. And she mentioned how she turned off her comments and her likes and how it made her feel more liberated. And that's exactly how I felt when I turned off my likes and my comments. I start, or I kept my comments on, but my likes, I don't see my likes. I don't know if you guys see them, but I don't. And it made me feel a lot more just who cares what I post. However, it's still in, you know, her podcast in general, like I would highly listen, go, I would highly encourage you to go listen to it because it's actually a really great episode. She brought on a psychologist that actually works in like, social media studies, kind of, um, generational studies, I think it was. And it was just, it was really eye opening um, to just hear how social media just dis- disrupts us mentally. Um, and it just put me in a spot where like in this, guys, this sounds so fucking terrible, but I'm sure some of you guys can relate. If I only get say 12,000 views on my story, I literally start thinking about everything that's wrong with me and why people don't want to watch my stuff anymore. Like 12,000 for me would be quote, like low days. That's like still 12,000 people that I am dismissing that are looking at my stuff. Now, I think one of the reasons I do that is because number one, the less people that I have watching me, the less customers I have, right? Like my business is on social media right? So I think it stresses me out because I have employees to pay. I have bills to pay. I, you know, it's, it's my job, right? So it's an analytic that could deter my job. That's maybe one slight part of it. And then number two, it makes me wonder why am I not fun to watch anymore? Am I boring? Did I say something wrong? Do I not look good right now? Like, it, it, did someone talk, say something bad about me? Like I, my head spirals and it's like exhausting. I'm like, why, 
why do I you why do these analytics control me so much? Now it's not as bad as it used to be, but since I haven't been as is on social media all the time because it's just not like good for me right now. I just find myself getting extremely worried that I'm like just this washed up fish. And I know that sounds so terrible. But I guess it's it's weird getting older on social media and entering these different phases of life when it's like I used to be the cool 22-year-old Fitzbo. Now, I know it's not that long ago, but if you think of where I'm at right now at 26 and you take away four years and the amount of fucking shit that's happened, I have a kid, I've owned two homes, I got married, I have a niece, I have a upcoming nephew. Like there's a, like my whole life has just evolutionized into older adult shit, you know? And so I'm not like cool. I'm not like trendy anymore. And so sometimes it makes me think that I'm, I'm less liked in the industry quote, because I just feel really boring. And again, I don't want to talk negatively about myself, but I'm just letting you guys know, like that's where my mental health comes. And I think that's why I love my sunscreen and sarcasm account so much as I feel like there's no expectations. There's no aesthetic. There's no nothing. But when I get on my Des B account, it's just a different, a different vibe. And it kind of has to be because like it represents me and my business, right? It's a, it's a little bit more of a professional place, but I still fuck around on there. I mean, I'm definitely not, not myself, but I'm not going to post 10 mile long stories of memes, right? (laughs) That's what I do on my sunscreen account. I just, I just post memes and it's funny and I just share what I want to, um, when I want to, I don't think, oh, well I've already posted two stories in an hour. They're probably annoyed that it's just so, it's so embarrassing And I'm just curious, like who really, who really fucking wants social media here? Who can raise their hand right fucking now and go, I couldn't live without it. I couldn't fucking live without it. We're all just awkwardly obsessed with it to the point where we fucking hate it so much, but we're addicted. Now there's a lot of really great things that come along with social media. Like all the friends that I have on social media, if I didn't have it, I wouldn't have them. Right. So like I, there's so many positives to it. I, I think if you use it right, right. It's all about how you use it. You do get great experiences, but I think my personal journey has, it's just, I'm, I know my character and my character involves affirmation. That is one of my main love languages is words of affirmation. So for me, getting likes, getting comments, getting DMs, those, that's my affirmation. I know that's so fucking stupid and shallow. And I'm really trying to disconnect the affirmation that I need in life versus in social media. 
But I'm just being vulnerable here. It's it's hard to do when you are a people pleaser. And and I am. I love to know that I'm pleasing the people. I'm very selfless. I want you to be happy and I want to make sure that I'm am I doing enough? Am I funny enough? Am I posting enough? Am I whatever? It's just really been hard for me because I there's going to be there's going to be so many people out there. Sorry for sniffling in your ear. There's going to be so many people out there that are always going to be silently clapping for you. And you're not always going to hear those people. And then there's going to be your little clan that's always clapping for you. They're like, yay, yay, go girl. But then there's, there's so many people that you don't see that are still cheering for you. They, do they just not, not, might not be vocal. So I feel like I'm really trying to just remember that social media doesn't matter. It does because it's my job. But the minute that you can keep having fun with it is the minute that you make more impact anyway. You know, the minute you start trying too hard is the minute that you then just become another presence, another influencer. And I like being able to influence. I love the influence aspect. I love reviewing clothes. I love seeing you guys use my codes. I love seeing you guys buy Tula and buy Paragon and buy Hydrojug and XYZ. I love, I love that because it does then support me too. And it supports businesses that I love, but I love that. I just, sometimes I just feel like a normal person that people like to keep up with. And like, that's what I like about myself. I don't fit the role of like a typical Fitzbo anymore. I'm just kind of like a girl that has a fitness app. <laughs> I'm kind of like just a girl that's still fit, but that's also like not my my aesthetic. I don't know how to explain it. Um, I'm sure you guys are listening and you're like, yep, we know exactly who you are, Des, and we love it. And I love you guys for that. Um, but I just, you know, here's the thing. There's also so much going on in my life right now. I feel like I'm just like, sometimes you go into those spurts of like questioning yourself. And then you look back in a few months, you're like, what, what, like, why was I even thinking that? That's crazy. That was just a a week, week, right? A week, a W E A K W E E K, right? A week, week. (laughs) Um, and we're always going to go through that. Mercury is also in retrograde, which (laughs) it really doesn't mean fucking anything, but I'm going to pretend and blame this shit on Mercury. Okay. Sorry, sis. Sorry, fucking Mercury. Sorry. Um, but it has just been hard to be on social media lately, but I just like, wish I had my own social media. Like, you know what I mean? Like I wish I had my own app that I could control. And at the end of the day, there's so many ways that all of these apps could make everything better for us mentally, but they choose not to. (laughs) So we're really, we just fall victim to the app because we keep, guess what? We will continue to open up the app. We will do it again and then we'll get mad and and the next day we'll do it again. And then we'll be like, I'll check it tomorrow and then we'll check it tomorrow. It's crazy. 
I mean, that's just, that's where our life is right now and where, where it revolves. But I think just channeling your energy, following those who you want, mute people. I feel like people that like, there's so many people I like that I just like don't see their content or don't care to see it. Cause it's just like, I like you as a person, but like, I don't need to see your workouts every day. You know, like, it's just like, I like you, but I also like, I don't like this type of content on my feed. Like I want to see my friends, not like another fitness workout. Right. Like it's, it's a weird balance or like, I'd rather see my meme page than like this, you know, whatever. So I feel like I've gone through spurts of like muting people for a while and then like unmuting them just to like drain out my feed from looking so fitnessy. And I think it's just because that part of my life is just so I've just evolved in such a beautiful way. And I'm just so grateful for where I'm at with my mentality, my outlook with health and wellness and how I get to work with my clients and how my clients are feeling now and how I'm able to serve them is so much different as a coach than I was even a few years ago because my experience has also changed. So through my experience changing, I'm, I'm also a better coach, you know, I'm a better mentor. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm excited to just move forward. Um, and just see where it goes. But I just believe that (laughs) there's just a lot going on. Um, and especially with the move, I think I, I think I'm just overwhelmed and questioning myself, but regardless, I'm sure some of you can sympathize when it comes to just social media and you thinking about everything. It's, you know, we all have COVID fatigue. We have politic fatigue. We have vaccine fatigue. It's like respect to like needing to be educated, but I don't want to fucking talk about it. You know, I don't want to fucking see it on my timeline anymore. I'm just, I am exhausted from seeing constant arguments on both sides of politics, which also pisses me off because there's only two sides. There's no such thing as being on one specific side. We are all intermixed. You know, we're just fucking fuck. Just fucking pisses me off even thinking about it. Like that's just not, I don't give a fuck. Like I really don't. It's so exhausting to me right now. And especially when it comes to certain like subjects I see people talking about, I'm like, huh, I wonder what that's about. I don't have time to fact check. Like if I were to retweet something that's like new bill passed $9 million in debt. I don't know. Right. Someone quote tweets and they're like, well, I can't fucking believe this is happening. I can't retweet or or share important events like that because I don't have fucking time to double check what I'm posting. I have to be a fucking mom right now. I have to be a businesswoman. I have to be a coach. I have to be a daughter, a wife, and then a fucking fact checker, right? I am not the fucking news. I'm not the media. I'm not an archaeologist. I'm not a goddamn scientist. I'm not a fucking infectious disease researcher. I don't have time to share shit that I'm not sure what I'm sharing, you know? And so it's also just like out of sight, out of mind. I don't want to fucking talk about it. If I need to be educated on it, I'll go out of my way to do it. But right now, don't give a fuck. Don't give a fuck in... Not, not what my mind needs. I know where my mental capacity is. The news gives me anxiety. Hearing about daily shit gives me anxiety. Like I just, let me live, let me breathe, let me relax. 
you know? So anyways, you guys will have to let me know what you think. Maybe I'll put a few polls on brunch with Desby today while I'm on vacation. I'll put them on the Instagram story. Maybe I'd love to hear what you guys think right now about just social media um, and check in and see how you guys are doing. So make sure you follow the Instagram brunch with Desby. It's nothing special to be honest, but at least you'll remember when there's an episode out and shit. So follow my sunscreen sarcasm account, get your spooky bitch collection merch. And honestly, for the most part, I'll talk to you guys in two weeks, but bear with me as I unpack my house and have to set up my new desktop and recording station. We'll see how that goes. So, woo. Anyway, I love you guys. Happy spooky season. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for hanging out with me. And we'll see you next week with like a mini episode. Okay, bye.